The Profit Constructors presents Construction Junction, the junction between accounting and construction. Please welcome our host, Tanya Schulte. So it's been about a month and we're back from scaling new heights. And Tanya, thanks for asking me to, to talk with you about all the things and, and uh, all the happenings at scaling new heights. You've been to quite a few, haven't you? Yeah, I think this was actually my fifth or sixth. I'm trying to remember when was the first one I went, it was like 16 or 17. So yeah, about half a decade. I've been trying to figure it out for myself as well, how many I've been to. And I honestly don't know. I, um, I think I started at Scaling New Heights 2, which was in Georgia. I didn't go to the Bahamas. Uh, and I, I didn't go during COVID times, but I've been pretty much a mainstay at all the, all the others. In fact, I think we met at Scaling New Heights for the first time, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. I think the very first scaling that I went to, I was, of course, drawn to that clock shark booth. And there you were. And that's right. That's right. I think I even have a picture of the first time that we met. I'll have to dig that out for this for this podcast. Yeah, um, so what are your favorite memories of scaling new lights? It's hard to have like just one, right? I think for sure, one that always stands out to me is from that first scaling new heights. That was, uh, so I, Joe Woodard could probably tell us which year this was. It was the year of the Yeti. So it was uh, a lot going on. I'm thinking 17, but I could be wrong. It could be 16. Anyway. They blend. Years? They blend but for me. The whole adventure, it was like this adventure theme, right? And so in on the first night, we did the big social and they had like the rock climbing wall. And I think there was a zip line. And so just like watching, you know, uh, Caleb and Joe and all these people I was just meeting for the first time. And actually at that social also, I was there um, Noify had actually asked me to come, um, but I didn't know anyone personally in the community. I'd begun to sort of make inroads on Facebook groups and my face and my name were out there, but I'd never met anyone in person. So I was walking across the floor, the vendor floor, and Tiffany Stewart from Canada was walking the other way. And I was like, familiar face. So I just yelled out, Tiffany. <laughs> and she turned around and really took me under her wing. And we just hung out the whole weekend and became good friends. Oh, that was one of my very best first experiences of learning that this is such a giving and generous and caring community. I, I, I've had so many of those moments as well, where it's meeting people for the first time that you know really well. Mm -hmm. You may know them from, uh, like, I know people from Roundtable, but when I see them for the first time in real life, uh, what what's funny in my experiences I can always tell the look of you're shorter than I thought you were it's the oh hi nice to meet <laughs> to I, meet you I knew that's where you were going that's so true it is it is um and I just love that look because I know it instantaneously uh but I I have had the same experience where I, I know people from online, I know people from the community, I know people from Roundtable, but seeing them in real life, it's so three-dimensional, I guess, is, is the way to put it. Seeing people three-dimensional is so different than uh, just seeing them online, and it's a completely different experience. 
My, my favorite part of scaling new heights, it's probably different from yours. I tend to hang out in the vendor areas. So I love being in those vendor areas because it's where everybody ends up at some point. So that's kind of where I live. I think this scaling, I spent the whole time there. What about you? Where, where are your favorite places to hang? Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, this scaling, I probably spent much more time there than I have in the past because we were filming up, you know, pieces for this podcast, Right. spending a lot of time in that room. And I love the energy that happens in there. Even this year was great because even when some of the sessions were going on, they weren't closing it down. And so I know. there was a lot of good movement and energy happening in that room most of the time, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think especially this year also, of course, this was a special year for so many of us because during COVID, many of us didn't get to see each other in person during conferences, which we're used to doing. So this year, for sure, where I wanted to hang out was where the people were, right? Like just to see the community, to have that face-to-face -face experience again. Um, yeah, just any place where the people were warmed my heart this year for sure. And that's always been one of my favorite things about Scaling New Heights is getting together with the community, having some time to just sit down around a table and have a couple drinks with people you haven't seen maybe. And in this case, sometimes two years, um, maybe two and a half years and just really reconnect and find that similarity again. I, I can't agree more. I, I, I love being that where, where people are, um, because it's, it's, it's invigorating. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I must've walked past you a hundred times. And every time I walked past you, it was either a wink, a nod, a, a, a nudge or a hug. And you get that from all the people that you see all all the time. It's 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 really wonderful. It's also a great great way to catch up with people that you're sort of acquainted with, but you want to get to know more. I mean, I I met my closest friend Stacy Kildall. I met her at Scaling New Heights for the very first time. I'll never forget it. It was it it was it was in Las Vegas, and it was after midnight, and it was at a poker table. Where, where I met her. Yeah, it was a, it's a great experience. Um, so this year though, specifically, did you have any favorite moments? This year specifically, I have to say again, because of that feeling like we were, had been apart for so long, um, having those times where I could just sit, like, I remember one time I just was walking past, uh, one of the, uh, one of the lounges I'm just trying to think of the name the word lounge I was walking past one of the lounges in the hotel and I just happened to look over and see that there were a couple of my friends sitting there having lunch and so I just walked in and they asked me to join them and just sat down so that was sweet and special but I think um you know just those little intimate moments are, are great but I think my favorite moment really there was one and I feel like every scaling new heights there's that one moment where you're like, this is really what I needed to come here for. And for me this year, it was the segment of main stage, which is interesting because typically I don't find those moments in main stage. It's just my personal thing. I don't typically find them, but this particular segment was Inky Johnson. When Inky Johnson got up and spoke, that was so powerful and so moving. 
And then there was the awards were happening in that same section. And several of my friends and people that I know and love were being awarded in the top 10 pro advisors of the year. So I think there was just something magical about hearing this super inspirational speech from Inky and then watching good friends of mine go up and take their awards and, and having made it into that space where they are. I don't know, for me, that was just super magical. It is really awesome watching people that you love get awards, be recognized for their achievements and uh, all the things that they're doing with the community. Yeah. And yeah, those are, those are some of my favorite moments as well. Yeah. So obviously you've got big reach with lots of people and you talk to people all the time. So I'm sure that people ask you, well, you know, I, I've never been, what should I do? What do you recommend for new people? Yeah, I do get asked that more and more, and I'm going to pass on some really good advice that um, Laura Redmond's partner, Victoria, she partnered with her on Aero Workflow, she passed on to me my first scaling, that first scaling where I was. I was very excited because we had just decided that we were going to work with their product, and so I was hanging out at their booth and chatting with them about it, and I was happy to talk to her, and I said, oh, I have to get off to the next session right now. I'm going to miss the next session. And she said, can I give you a little piece of advice? I said, sure, what is that? She said, make sure you take some time to go back to the room and put your feet up. And that was actually some of the best advice that I'd been given because after she expanded on it even a little bit more, it wasn't even so much about get some rest, which I think is important. It was also about take some time away from the conference to think about the things that you're learning. So it was all of her advice really was get some rest, but be focused in your learning and think about which sessions are you going to consider what you're going to be getting out of those sessions. And then also take some time away to go really focus on that piece of learning before you go to the next thing. Dang, that's insanely wise. Uh, you know, I, I was that person first year. I was in every class doing all the things. And I came home with this big notebook of stuff to do. And I didn't do one thing until I unpacked a year later so that I could repack to go to the next scaling. Yeah. And I was like, oh, here are those notes. Yeah. Um, and I, I've learned over the years, figure out what you're there for. It's a big investment in time, energy, effort, all the things. Figure out why you're going. What do you want to get out of it? Focus on that. Yeah. Because if you can walk away, it's not about walking home with 50 takeaways and 6,000 things to do because nobody's going to do that. It's about going home with ideas and concepts and being able to put them into action. Yeah. And really, truly make a difference in your practice. And what, end, what ends up happening for, for some new folks is they do exactly what I did. Yeah. And then they go back and they rinse and repeat and it takes them two or three set, two or three times before they're like, okay, why am I here? Right. Which it did for me. Yeah, I had a very similar experience, but what I realized was I did come back and do some things. I tried to do all of the things. And so I realized that I was only successful at really changing and making implementation of 
about one to two things every scaling new heights. So it wasn't that I didn't unpack the notes. It was that I was rereading the notes over and over and trying to do everything. And not only was that taxing on me, it was horrible for my team, the people that that we're working for and with me, right? Because- Oh, were you giving them all kinds of new, uh, okay, we're gonna do all these new things. Yeah, we're going to use this new program and that new program and we're changing how we work with clients and we're gonna, you know, and we're, you're no longer gonna email that, you're gonna have Slack messages, you know, all of these things that I wanted to implement all at once. And it was ridiculous. And I realized that rather than implementing all of the things, I needed to find the one or two things that were going to make the most impact for our firm and just run with that. And once I, once I determined, okay, I'm not here to change everything about my firm, because frankly, there are a lot of things about our firm that have been good from the start. Right. So it wasn't that I didn't, that I needed to completely revamp everything about the firm. It was about, okay, I know that every year I can learn something that will be impactful what are going to be those one or two things that will be impactful, make a difference and help us move forward in a better direction and still keep being the amazing firm that we truly have been all these years. Yeah, that's fantastic. You also uh, started your relationship with Noify and Clockshark and some of the other uh, apps that you're, you're very well known uh, for, for promoting. And those relationships came about directly from conferences like Scaling New Heights, right? Absolutely. And I'm going to go back to something I said earlier that I think is so important about these conferences. That's so true. And I already truly loved their apps and their technology. And I'd had conversations with people at both of those apps prior to my first scaling new heights. In fact, yeah. um, you know, Taryn at Noify is one of my uh, very good friends this, these days. He and I share a birthday, which is something that's funnier. So that's been fun. I also had all, I had talked to Luke over at Clockshark multiple times and he had been very helpful in helping get some clients set up on their system. And so we already had built those inroads. I had talked to them. I don't know that we'd even necessarily been doing Zoom things at that point. It wasn't such a big Zoom world back then. Yeah. Maybe we had, maybe we hadn't, but getting to that first Scaling New Heights and meeting those people in person is really, I think, what solidified the relationship I've been able to build with those apps. Having face-to-face -face conversations with them and being able to say, I love your app. Here are some things I would love to see it do. Oh, here's some people I think you, you should meet. Here's some people that need to know about your app. Like just being able to do all of that type of thing face-to-face -face makes a world of difference. I think it's, it, there, there's something so important in what you're saying. You're also developing a relationship with a human at that app, knowing that if you ever need them, you can reach out and go, hey, hey, Luke, need some help. And they're going to jump on it because they, they have a relationship with you. Not that other apps won't, but you're going you're, you're gonna to be at the top of the line. Yeah. And I think I, I come from this construction background. And I've heard this kind of, there's a term that's been put very much out to pasture. Nobody wants to hear this term anymore. It's the good old boy network, right? But the truth of the matter is there's a, there's a kernel of truth in that, which is people want to do business with people that they know and people that they like. And at the end of the day, every human interaction and transaction is ultimately about relationship. Yeah. And so getting together at these types of conferences and building those relationships is where the magic happens. Keep saying the word magic. I'm, I'm stuck on it's Christmas time. Abracadabra. Go with magic. Tonight. We're gonna go with magic. Okay. 
Um, well, I think, you know what, I think that's, those are all the questions that I have. You've given some good flavor to what Scaling New Heights is about, favorite moments, anything else you want to add? No, thank you so much, Richard, for just joining me and chatting about this. I think one thing I will add, I just said no, but one thing that I will add, I want to thank you personally for, again, being a part of that first Scaling New Heights. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that meeting you there and then being able to be a part of your roundtable group and, and doing some one-on-one -on -one mentoring, coaching with you, that has probably had just as great an impact as all of the conferences had and probably a lot more. So I really, really appreciate and value you uh, and the roundtable group. The roundtable is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, sincerely, thank you. I, I, I really appreciate that. You, though, and all the members do the heavy lifting. I always say it. So I just want to be the guy behind the curtain, pulling the strings, pushing the buttons, doing all those things so that you can make the magic happen. Um, Tanya, thanks. Thank you for, for uh, having me do this today. I really appreciate it. You're, you're always a pleasure to work with, talk to, and thank you for being a dear friend. Well, thank you. I Same right back to you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Construction Junction. To find out more about the junction between accounting and construction, please email hello at theprofitconstructors.com.